0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
1: Once again, MidFlight Brawl is brought to you by our good mates over at Heaps Normal, delicious, independent, non-alcoholic beer. Award winning, Heggie.
2: Oh, I'm slaking the thirst in the sunshine state as we speak. Just cracked a can, Mate, enjoying the, life.
1: The new stout. Bloody beautiful.
2: Mm, get in. Take a one into Stefan this week. I'm gonna drink it while I'm getting my perm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Is it Queen Street Mall? There's a, There's Stefan. a Stefan. up there Is up right JoJo's at the restaurant. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. You can have a non-alcoholic stout while Stefan does your perm. <laughs> what a time spent up there in sunny QLD. But if you want to get your heaps normal, get to heapsnormal.com chuck in duty-free at checkout for free shipping around Australia. Hey, I'm Nick Cody.
2: And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and frackasses.
1: When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl.
2: Midair madness: passengers trading blows. Mid-air
1: brawl on board a Scoot flight
2: board, from the Gulf at LAX. Thrown off a
0: flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing,
2: screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell
0: phones. The lady hope
1: this crashes. I
0: hope
3: this Out the fucking door.
1: Welcome to Midflight Brawl. Any tip rat can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody, and I'm Luke Heggie. How's it going, mate? Mate, well, I got my – pretty good. My wife got back from her two weeks overseas on Saturday night. I let her sleep in on Sunday because I'm a fucking good bloke. Mm -hmm. And uh, then it was time for Nick Cody's holiday. What's he going to do? He's got from 12 p.m. till 8.30 p.m. on one day. Went to a pub, got fucking a maggot there, watching the fights. Were you just by yourself in the pub? No, a big group of us watching the UFC. Aussie Alex Volkanovski, defending his belt. It was a bloody great day. Did he win? He did. Third round KO. Very good fight. But um, then there's calls in in my phone. Apparently, I spoke to Tommy Dasolo, our mate, at some point last night. Dunno. And uh, then I was up at fucking 4.30 again this morning, back in the radio. So my holiday, blink if you miss it. Also, if you have 12 pints, you will miss it. Done. I'm just back in now.
2: Yeah. And people will ring you up and you say yes to stuff that you might not otherwise say yes to,
1: no? Now I had already – I'd said yes to doing the little dum-dum club, which will be out soon. It was a had good hit with, with oh, Mel Buttle. Yeah. Um, and –
2: Was that before you said yes to me that we we're going to record at exactly the same time?
1: Yeah, see, I think this was the problem with the copious amounts of alcohol. Right. Man, my Monday's got two middays in it. This is crazy. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes! You get a pod. You get a pod. You get a pod. Everyone gets a pod.
2: You're like Oprah with cars. <laughs> Is it cars she gives out, or holidays, or some shit? Cars. No, it's your favorite car show. No? Yeah. Don't don't she come in and just give out cars or something? Oh, well, I'm
1: sure it's a big giveaway show.
2: Everyone in the audience gets a barina or something. I don't know. <laughs> some sort of deal. I bet that's near the end of the financial year that those big those big ticket item giveaways happen on yeah, Oprah's.
1: I thought it was those. Uh, no, don't they? What's their like ratings? I forget the name. There's a US thing like special ratings periods they have. Yeah, we got them here, don't we? That, that's when they always do the biggest stuff. I think ratings here are just every fucking day. Oh, okay. Right. sweeps, sweeps week or something.
2: Sweepstakes. Yeah, I know. It's only one day a year here, mm. in November.
1: Yeah, you mate, you're up in uh, QLD again. That I am. That was a back big already drive. against the rule. Wall ready for the ready for the pods?
2: Yeah. Back was against the wall getting up here, I tell you, I left at midnight, had my uh my daughter and my niece and nephew and a dog and my brother in law in a hatchback. So Jesus Christ. In the old Subi. No, not the old Subi. I've got a ah. much smaller car now, mate. Oh Jesus. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Went well. That road's getting straighter and straighter. I was here in <laughs> just over nine hours. <laughs>
1: Oh Jesus! Bad,
2: yeah. Three of which are covered, three and a half of which are covered by cricket. So Ah. just for that, and then it was just dead silence, staring ahead, thinking for the rest of the night.
1: (laughs) Man, if that, I'd prefer that actually. Cricket is hard enough watching it, and my eyes work great. I have to listen to it, be described is a a punishment I wouldn't wish on anyone.
2: I kind of prefer the radio for cricket. It's good. You can think of do other stuff usually. Yeah. If you're uh, if you're not driving, but yeah, I quite like it. It's good. This series has been quite enthralling. In fact,
1: now your your brother-in-law, mm. I assume French. Is yeah, French. Yeah. Does he like the cricket?
2: Ah, uh, he's getting into it. He's here for oh, nice. years. He's got to. It's all I talk if, about.
1: <laughs> With cricket on the radio, is it similar to TV? Whereas there's some ex greats of the game just telling long stories about big That's nights out and what morning
2: is. Oh, it's <laughs> big nights out it's more them. cricket is a bit more you know you know what I mean they will talk about their stats their own personal oh, yeah. stats and yeah. what happened yeah it's less big drinking stories and more I remember when I got fired for in this and that your mate Glenn McGrath's on it actually he was on the oh, BBC yeah? coverage I was listening to mm. but um, anyway we'll see <laughs> Yeah, they get into it. The Frenchies quite like cricket. Mm. I don't know if they'd sit through five days like I would. But they quite I got like it.
1: One far over in Africa that time, the one obviously was a large elephant. Oh yeah, that I took down with a rifle. <laughs> got a big photo in front of it, like a king. I did watch the
2: uh, Warney special on Channel Nine. Mm. Very good.
1: You know what I reckon? Sorry, just quickly, I realise I think you should be able to take a photo in front of an elephant you killed. If you fucking coward punch it to death. Oh. Or yeah. Or you've got to stab it to death with a butterfly knife. It's gotta be yeah. it's gotta be a weapon so small and you've gotta get up close. Yeah. Then you could go. Man, I just fucking headbutted this thing. Look at that.
2: Well, pre guns, they must have had to kill them somewhere or another. Yeah. Spear it, huh? Lots of spears. Like those like those blokes in Spain do to bulls. Yeah. Heaps of little daggers. <laughs> this is the piranha method. <laughs>
1: then it'd be fine I think everyone would even the biggest lover of animals would think well you had some uh, yeah you had some skin in the game there (laughs) take those two
2: crisscross samurai swords off your wall Glenn put up two tusks crisscross there you go two crisscross tusks (laughs) Uh, mate this week when this comes out we'll be a day away from the Brisbane shows Extravaganza. Like a big – that's going to be a big night of
1: – Back, to back. Yeah, back to back. Yeah, 7 p.m. Specials. and 9 p.m. Good chat. Comedy Club in Brisbane, they're both sold out. Thanks for getting around those. Yep. Uh, and that we've got a show coming up in September as well, which will be on sale for the Patreon members, uh, a Sydney show in September. That'll be up on the Patreon by now. Uh, for the rest of you, you get it next week, hopefully, if tickets are left. Well, I but, hope
2: they're gone, in fact.
1: Mate, what, <laughs> what I'm most excited about in a couple of weeks, my good mate, Luke Heggie is back in Melbourne. Oh, yeah. Just in case you missed Luke Heggie Grot. He only performed it 42 times. It was now and forever at Morris House there. Yeah. But new location, people. Two shows, Friday 21st of July, Saturday 22nd of July at Comedy Republic. So get to comedyrepublic.com.au. Chuck in Luke Heggie in your little search bar there. Wooshka, get yourself some tickets.
2: Last time I'll be saying those words in that order. Sick of it. Mm. Uh, if you happen to be one of those. Well, the one's at like 6 o'clock or something too. So if you're one of those, got to get Friday. to good types, yep. um, get around it. I don't that know. might
1: be the one I'll go to just so I can miss bath time here. Get oh, the yeah. fuck out of the house for a breather.
2: Great. <laughs> right Copper feed after.
1: Um, Now go to comedyrepublic.com.au for those because on your website it's only the Saturday show available. I I I told you I'm fixing that straight after this.
2: All right. Almost as if it wasn't me who made the fuck up. (laughs) Anyway. That's a
1: bit like that, is it? Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the episode. It's an absolute bumper. But before we get in, if we're down the line from each other each week, Heggie's got a Zoom background with a grim past. This one. Looks like it's Australia, yeah, for Sure, that it is. A burnt out is that palace backpackers hostel? The Palace, it's the Palace, the palace. Hotel. It's oh, been, uh, is that a Brizzy
2: or a Queensland? Oh, it's definitely a Queensland. Got converted into yeah. a backpackers and uh, in two thousand. This is uh, the Palace Hotel Backpackers in Childers. A, um, it, it burnt out one night. Um, a, of the you know who lightning. What happened? Wow, I mean, what, what happened was a, a a bunk was blocking a locked exit. The windows were barred, so there 18 New Angels as a result of that. And a, but a backpacker, a backpacker hating fruit picker, uh, Robert Long, uh-huh. he did it. Just went in there and did oh, it. Jesus he got Christ! Kicked out a couple of weeks earlier because he owed a couple of hundred bucks. Hated backpackers. Plus, it was a hundred year old building, not up to modern fire standards, and. Some of the standalone smoke alarms had had the batteries flogged by backpackers to put in their cameras. So, back wow. when cameras took those square batteries,
1: so you know, maybe
2: rolling. So we're saying point. it's
1: p- partly them to blame. That's what I'm getting. Well, out of you. you always
2: you got to put it back on the victims, some way or another. Not those actual ones, but backpackers in general. Pretty gross.
1: I'm having a look at the Wikipedia page. Yeah, someone did a portrait in oils. Called taking a break in the field, and it's the it depicts the fifteen backpackers. Oh, it's all the victims, yeah, yeah, killed in the fire.
2: The families were very happy with that. From memory, they were happy with the tribute, oil on oh. canvas tribute to their children.
1: Any backpackers I know that have gone and worked on an Aussie farm, yeah, and first of all, they're not not sunburnt, so that's wrong. Yeah, and then they're, they're not smiling. They're generally fucking hungover. Oh yeah. It's a lot of that, and hard work.
2: Not a lot of Australians. The ones who are Australians, they're usually a Robert Long types. Something quite wrong with them. You're not picking oh. fruit in your own country, are you?
1: <laughs> so Rob was picking fruit in his own country and staying at a backpackers.
2: Yes. Oh. And then he lit it up. No like good. A prick. Yeah. No good at all. Then
1: I see he went and bashed his former roommate. Oh, An Indian he? bloke beforehand.
2: Oh, before that, did he?
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh,
2: he really had it in for him, didn't he?
1: Another guest recounted how he'd woken up to find Long downstairs using a PC near a burning rubbish bin. <laughs> what's that? A, what's a PC? Just a
2: computer. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Is He's, what, he's just light sitting of, there. Oh, I th- I, sorry. I
1: thought you meant updating. some way to light a fire. Nah. Updating no, okay. his MSN messenger or something. And, Typing
2: uh, so fast, caused some friction. I'll <laughs> the rubbish. That's how angry he was.
1: Well, thankfully, this episode nowhere near as grim as that. There's grim elements, as there always is. Nah, it's one. It's beautiful in every episode of Mid Flight Brawl. <laughs> Let's get into it. Enjoy the ep. Let's do it. Woo!
2: All right, mate. This week we're looking at Southwest Airlines, March four, two thousand fourteen. <laughs>
1: Said it once and I'll say it again. Don't mind Southwest. Yeah, it's knocked a lot. It's fine. Yeah, I just flew it recently. The uh, Daniel Sloss's bucks party last minute when Qantas fucked me by um, just not telling me the flight had been delayed by twelve hours. Missed my ride. Booked a last minute Southwest flight, LA to Vegas. Good to go.
2: Not bad. All right. Well, yeah. this one's this one's Seattle to Sacramento. Uh, and while we're down here. Southwest Airlines. Classic crashes. Let's talk through a classic crash. August 26, 2010. Um, oh, fuck. Didn't know this. Sacramento <laughs> Airport crash. Not a not a Southwest.
1: Oh, wow. All right. Sacramento is one of those weird um, – that's the capital, isn't it? Capital of California. California, yeah. Fuck. They're, the capital's all over the joint there.
2: Well, we can talk with Canberra.
1: Yeah. So – That was Sydney tricking Melbourne and saying, yeah, it's halfway. Take our word for it.
2: Yeah, righto. But (laughs) (laughs) too busy crying down there to notice (laughs) about other stuff. Uh, This was a a jet blue flight arriving from Long Beach to Sacramento Airport. blew four tires upon landing. Nice. That's, quite, that's a lot of tyres. Only that many. Not it's that many tires on aren't they? Big
1: Americans on there.
2: Yeah. This uh this created a fire all around the aircraft, causing everyone to evacuate. Um. Luckily though, this is happy. No one was killed. Only seven sustained injuries. Probably Unco staff getting off in a hurry. A um. An investigation into the incident found that the first officer had inadvertently engaged a parking brake while engaging the speed brake at an altitude of 5,100 feet, sir, yes, sir, above sea level.
1: Was he trying to do a sky dully? I don't know. Fucking sky burnout. I love it. I mean,
2: America's still staunchly <laughs> refusing the basic logic of switching to the metric system, aren't they? <laughs> um, besides which, that is that is what happens when, when you disguise a handbrake as something other than a handbrake. Like, I don't know. Oh,
1: ma- have you have you been in a car recently, like a hire car or something? And you go, Man, well, I'd we love to start the one. journey." Yeah, that's right. The car that we got from Sydney Airport, the hire car, I got up to Newey that had a fucking
2: button in lieu <laughs> of the handbrake. That's not on. Grow up.
1: It does. It just does not. It doesn't feel enough for the the trust I'm putting into this fucking thing. Well, it's a toggle button too. Plus, you
2: don't know if it's on or off because it's not. Yeah. Up or down or anything—it's just it's just a button. I know technology's negated the need for it to be a handle, but that's what it should remain. Like the yeah fucking qwerty keyboard—that's no longer necessary, but you know hasn't been for a long time. We're still using that.
1: Man, I'm all I I'm I'm all for a touch start ignition though. Don't mind that. Yeah, In the old 2015 Subi, Don't mind it. Of uh, my mother-in-law has left her car at our place while uh, her and my wife and the sisters are overseas. Mm. I've been taking that for a spin. Absolutely shit myself when I get to a destination and look in the cup holder where I've got my wallet, phone and keys. Yeah. I go, fuck. I've lost the keys. And then I remember, now, mate, they're attached to the vehicle. Old school. Oh, so how do you get in the car?
2: It's a fingerprint or something.
1: No, no, no. What do you mean? Is there a car? Is there a car key
2: to open the door?
1: Yeah. No, no, no. This is on, her car's older. And I just I forget that I've got the keys in the actual ah, ignition. Oh,
2: gotcha. Okay, beg your pardon. And then I get yeah.
1: somewhere and go, fuck, where are the keys? Yeah. And I forget. <laughs> They're there, mate. The safest oh, spot.
2: I don't, I don't really go for much of that. I, I, you know, that matter too while we're here, wind up windows. Well, we're still doing the winding motion of sign language when we tell someone to lower their window so we can say exactly what <laughs> we really think of them despite yeah. not knowing a thing about them apart from their lack of indicating. How hard is it to really wind a window up and down? Like I've never had a, I've never had a car with electric windows that haven't eventually shit the bed.
1: Oh, yeah, a bit of water in there. Fuck, they start jumping a bit. Oh v- v- well, v- yeah, v- you go. Oh no,
2: Wind-ups are safer anyway. Mine at the moment are on a go slow. If more than one's being used at the same time, like they just. Egh. What do you mean? It powers the car down. Well, yeah, no, just the windows go really <laughs> slow if you're doing more than one at a time. You can do one at a time. <laughs> well, Jesus when I stop the gar- uh, car now, and l- yeah. let's face it. Four at a time. No one else seems to be able to anticipate the car being parked. So I've got to wind up four windows while I'm reverse parking, just so I don't have to sit there for three minutes at the end going, you know how we're stopping? Wind up the fucking windows. No. Oh, mine's still down. You're already out of the car. Okay. I'll get back in, turn on the ignition and do it. So it's me doing four windows, but they take ages. I'd rather just have (laughs) wind-ups.
1: I assume your feet are out the bottom like a Flintstones car. He's no. off it's to a- the shops. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Cars only about fifteen years old, but the the wind
1: yeah. I don't know. Man, tech oh, the technology moves very fucking quickly, doesn't it?
2: I yeah. Well, electric window's been around for ages. I had a car mm. I bought a nineteen eighty car when I was in America. Yeah. And I lived in it for a bit. It had electric everything. I'd never heard of electrics. This was <laughs> mid late nineties. I'd never had anything electric. This had electric seat. Yeah, great. I think it had a seat warm. It had cruise control, which I didn't really trust. It's a bit long in the tooth. <laughs> it's probably the that's first the only. Cr- cruise control. You know, I've,
1: I've, never, I've never used cruise control. Really? I just figure my, my foot works. Oh, no, so that's great. what am I doing? It's already an automatic. Fucking hell. It hasn't, yeah, I know, hasn't left trip, me many jobs to do. Really? Yeah, but you, you don't have to worry about keeping looking at the speed. Just get it there and you never get a ticket. I don't know. I'm, that's very odd. I don't know, no, looking at good. the speed, you, don't you feel it go quicker? What do you mean? Don't you know if you've gone, I've never no, looked down and gone, fuck, up. I'm doing 130.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, really? it'll creep up on you <laughs> on a long trip, yeah. It's for sure. Look down and go, shit, I am doing 130. That is a bit much.
1: Man, um, there's a, a thing in the Subi when I was up at the snow, I'd never put the car in the snow, so I wasn't sure of it. And I saw there's a button um there that said x mode and i'm like fuck it's x mode looked it up x mode pretty much controls the accelerator for you so it'll the low gears it'll let the low gears get to a higher rev so if you're trying to get up a hill or it's a bit slippery or whatever you can put it in x mode so you can just focus on the steering right i was like that again it's a fucking auto just rather do it yeah the whole thing's x mode I didn't use it. Oh, I don't trust yeah. it. You see buttons with a – is that a button
2: with a car with a little squiggly skid marks behind it or something?
1: Yeah. I've seen that in cars.
2: I don't know what that means. I don't trust it. Slow down.
1: The other one, I, I won't Google it, but I'm, maybe we brought it up here before. On the petrol gauge, so you've got all the dashes, mm. right? So when it's full, all the dashes are full. There's a little like bracket and a line about two-thirds of the way along my fuel tank where it's got this dash. Mm. And I'm like, what the f- – What's that there for? Is that like the op- the optimum amount of petrol I'm meant to have in? Like 66% or something? Oh, oh, okay. It's two-thirds full or two-thirds full? Uh, I don't know. Full. Two, two-thirds full, but it's below all the little dashes. There's its own little dash in brackets. Oh, okay. Because irredeemable
2: I dorks will uh, not let the car run dry. Mm. Like it's bad for your car apparently to let the fuel get down. So you should fill up when it's half full pretty much. Oh, okay. If you let it get right to the bottom. Like we inevitably yeah. do, going on yeah. fumes on your way into the to the <laughs> petrol station, it's sucking up all the shit under, from bottom of the tank, bits of rust and stuff. Not great. Anyway, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> car stuff. It's um. Anyway, this wasn't Jet Blue, it was Southwest <laughs> Airlines, but still bound for Sacramento,
1: the um
2: beautiful capital of California. Our mate today.
1: Sorry, do you mean the other way around? This is Southwest. Our story. Our story is southwest, yes.
2: Uh, Our mate today, his name is Sharon Lamar Rogers, 26. Great, I've got a picture. Yep. You've got a picture already? I've I've pictured him in my head. Oh, okay. You're probably correct. (laughs) Um, He's cruising around Seattle Tacoma Airport, probably. Um, SeaTac. Oh, SeaTac. Is that the one on the water?
1: Yeah, pretty close too.
2: Oh, right. Uh, Starbucks country.
1: Oh yeah, Starbucks the original family. one with the original one with the titties out. What before they got all American? The first the Starbucks logo, the chick, the first ever Starbucks that still titties out before Starbucks started getting into the more religious states, and then they had the hair cover the breasts. Oh, on the the Starbucks mermaid, or whatever but it, it was, is. just a drawing or a, like a yeah, photo? It's just a yeah, but it was more Hooters-esque. Yeah, it's a, oh, it's a siren. Oh yeah, siren.
2: Uh, when Sharon first entered the plane, he complained that he had booked a first-class ticket for the one-hour, 55-minute flight. Uh, He loudly demanded to be allowed to sit there and he was told that they didn't even have a first-class option to choose from. Yeah, they don't. But he could sit in any open seat in the middle of the plane. This is the first fucking problem. Like, you, you bought a first-class ticket, did you? Give me a look. Nah, you're a liar, Sharon. No <laughs> such thing. You bastard. Get off the plane. That's what should have happened. Didn't didn't pan out like that.
1: I told pan you, law. though, that, that that flight, the LA to Vegas one that I took the other month with Southwest, they board in groups. So it's like A group now boarding, B group, C group. And I think a few, it's, so it's pretty much first in best dressed. And I was in the last group and they said it was a full flight. I was like, fuck, I'm getting a middle seat somewhere. Mm. that Americans would rather sit in the middle than just walk a few extra feet. Brilliant to get an aisle seat. See the, <laughs> the back, back of the plane fucking, to yourself, mate. Right, the, it, the back, the back third. By the time it was my turn to roll in, I was like, great, awesome. Oh,
2: great! People sitting on each other rather than walk down yeah. the back.
1: Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. just stand up,
2: Real get some bus front, handles.
1: Front heavy plane. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> they don't have a they don't have a back exit? Is that it? Is so that the other end they can get off quicker?
1: Is that part yeah, of it? Yeah, possibly, but fuck. Do they? I don't know. I love Las Vegas. I can even wait. I can wait 29 rows to get off in front of me. Yeah. It's not like I'm missing out on the party. No. But do
2: they, the Americans often have the walk around the back like we do here on domestic flights, walk on the tarmac up know. to the back or would take too long? They'd have to use that stair lift the whole time.
1: Yeah, I think it's mainly I think it's mainly Virgin and Jetstar here, isn't it? Qantas don't yeah. do it. They act like there's no, there's no even doors at the back of the fucking thing. Well, a lot of people in America probably
2: wouldn't get up it. like you'd have to use yeah. that lift every <laughs> passenger. So I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, he's a, just a massive whinger. They're like, oh, let's reward reward him with a slightly nicer seat than what he's entitled to with his ticket to placate the loser. I've never subscribed to that. At all. when Whenever I worked in a retail, in a, working in a shop, winers would invariably try and get free shit. And, you know, we used to give kids awards for helping other kids or getting on with the job in class with minimal fuss. What happened to that? That's gone. Complaining gets you free stuff. And the great unwashed, they fucking love free
1: stuff. That's the only way. The, the great unwashed and the super rich. Well, they just take it. They don't have to line up no, my- in
2: the back of a black thunder. They just start it yeah. and drive off. Go, you know, this is mine now.
1: I know someone who used to work with like some top, you know, BRW top one hundred rich list folk. What were they doing? And the real, the pointy, the pointy end of that. They'll go. They'll complain on holidays about. They'll write letters to the resort and everything afterwards. Get it all, just money back. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. They love that shit. They're already like, worth
1: I'm- billions of dollars. It's funny it? oh,
2: it's and they're, so great! They shoved towels into their fucking suitcase. <laughs>
1: <laughs> fucking grubs. I um, I did do that the other day, by the way, at Mount Bullock because my my one year old took a shit on the bed. <laughs> what? I was ch- changing his nappy, and he'll say, he'll say, more or no, if he's got any poo left or there's no poo left. Mm. I said, Maxie, any poo left? And he said. No, and I went, all right, mate, and I started packing the stuff up in the nappy bag, pulled the nappy change thing out from under him, and then my four-year-old said, there was more, dad, and I look over and he's curled one off on the bed, had to chuck it in the bag immediately, use a flannel and a towel from the thing, hot water, clean off the sheets, clean it perfectly. You wouldn't have seen it, but there would have been shit on the towel. I just threw the towel out in the bag. I thought no one has to touch that.
2: Oh, okay. I thought you meant, and then you're going to ring up the hotel and go, look, someone shit the bed here. I need my money back.
1: Have we didn't look. notice it last night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we slept. It's like, yeah, finding a hair on the last chip. Yeah, yeah. At oh, Macca's.
2: Classic move. This, classic. Uh, I've just drunk 3.9 liters of goon and I've noticed it's off. Yeah, did you? <laughs> A, uh, a flight attendant had to tell Sharon Lamar three times to stow his bags uh, as he kept ignoring her. And then he told her, I'll do what I want. Oh, who does, who does he think he is? This he think he's a Wayne's brother or something. Marlon <laughs> or Damon or Dwayne or Sean, Keena Ivory, Hal. <laughs> I Remember last, we were talking recently about the Wayne's brothers. I looked them yes. up. Um they every sibling has been involved in showbiz jackson s
0: quality sleep is essential for boosting energy recovery and well-being so take your sleep to the next level with sleep number Only at Sleep Number Stores or Sleepnumber.com.
2: Every one of them. There's heaps of them. Albeit briefly for the for the two of the sisters.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, the Wayne's Christmas would be painful, wouldn't it? Fucking hell. War Brothers of Australia, quite different. Dean and Danny. Um anyway, after the uh What, there's four
1: War Brothers, are there?
2: Four War Brothers, yeah. Uh, oh Dean played cricket. But yeah. not as good as the twins and mm. Danny. I don't know another kid. Who knows? Yeah,
1: Wouldn't. I brought it up here before the Manning, the Manning brothers in the NFL. Yeah. Eli and Peyton, um, Super Bowl winners. Peyton Manning, I think, three time league MVP. Unbelievable. The other one, Cooper, some degenerative spinal condition or something. Is an oil oh, trader. Okay. The dad's also in the Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame quarterback. Sorry.
2: Degenerative spinal condition. He's an oil trader. Yeah, what's that mean? I just don't
1: know how it works. Fucking some sort of stockbroker type who specialises in oils. Yeah, was he? Yeah, spinal stenosis. Okay. And he was a gun in high school. Was going to the. He was going to university in Mississippi, and then found out. um, Oh, Manning was a partner of Scotia Howard Whale, Whale, an energy investment boutique. (laughs) Of course, it is
2: some bespoke.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um,
2: investments are they? Yeah, <laughs> our cash is bespoke. Brilliant. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> right. Uh, after the uh, after the doors had closed, but just before takeoff, Sharon pressed the call button, and uh, he was asked if it was an emergency, and he responded with "What?" And you'll you will definitely enjoy this. It wasn't a simple yes/no. Sorry. So what it, what was said to him? Is this an emergency? Because he's hit the call button during takeoff.
1: Yeah, what did he say back? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna. I'll say America. Fuck yeah. He wants a drink.
2: Fuck yeah. Yeah, I need a fucking drink.
1: Oh, so close. (laughs) (laughs) Starting to like this guy.
2: (laughs) They told him drinks would be served after takeoff, Uh, and then a a passenger later on seated next to him stated that he became agitated and vulgar. So you know what we think of vulgarities, no good. Another passenger and a daughter, got to think of the children, asked to be moved away from Sharon as they were extremely scared and intimidated by him, who's cussing after all. Um, as the uh, as the plane was taxiing for takeoff, Sharon pressed the call button again. <laughs> and he's, he's loudly demanded alcohol again. He was he's refused again and he became belligerent. Apparently, his belligerence continued during takeoff and while gaining altitude. The um, passengers around him became alarmed, they say, by his behaviour. Sharon kept pressing the call button over and over, <laughs> saying it was an emergency. You should be able to disable that, shouldn't you? Of course. You know, 3 a button doesn't work anymore. Boof, piss off, uh, or just comes off. whatever,
1: ignore him. Well, maybe um, also he hasn't heard of the fucking the boy who cried wolf. Yeah. But something could actually happen. He's pushed it. They don't believe him.
2: Yeah. My, my oxygen mask isn't working. Everyone else's is. Here. Don't think so, Sharon. <laughs> you liar. Piss off. Um, once they were at altitude, a flight attendant responded to the call and Sharon asked for three glasses of wine. Three. Nice. It's because he's been waiting so long, <laughs> I think. Got to <laughs> slake that thirst. He was told... He could only have one at a time. And uh, then Sharon, he's asked for the flight attendant's first and last name.
1: Oh, great. <laughs> this
2: guy's all over the shop. It's great, isn't it? And they've replied with just their first name, which I assume yeah. is printed on them somewhere anyway. Mm. Um, I'm sure it's wise for FAs not to divulge their full names. In any case, you'd have stalkers galore. Oh. Or maybe it was like a Madonna or a prince or something, just had one name. <laughs> so Pele none of your business yeah my name's Pele <laughs> what are you going to do about it chatting with um, the Sky Ronaldo. yeah this uh, this made Sharon angrier and he told the FA twice to get the fuck out of my face and uh, what I tell you what other than get the fuck out of my face he added three words on the end what did he say I'll give you a hundred dollars cash if you tell get me this, get the fuck
1: out of my way. Get the fuck oh. out of my face. Get the fuck out of my face. Yeah, I'm gonna say you white bitch. No,
2: it took oh. took a bit of a turn actually. I thought he that said, was a turn. <laughs> well, no, different. this is a this is a different turn. He said, "Jesus loves you." Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. Wow. wow. So and he's. Maybe they've hit a perfect altitude. Maybe he's got manners up there somewhere. They just had to find it. About halfway to heaven. Um,
2: <laughs> this prompted him to demand to speak to the pilot. And they refused this request and once again he kept on pressing the call button while yelling that he wanted to see the captain. Um, began telling the passengers around him to fuck off. He'd no doubt look down at what was his Jesus do, wrist tattoo, and no one who saved you would have definitely <laughs> definitely told everyone to fuck off in the same situation. <laughs> plane full of losers, fuck off.
1: Um, flight attendants. There's something about just someone being that belligerent around strangers. yeah like that if it, if it happened at a family event or whatever you go, all right, you can see how those you know the emotions have escalated, but a bloke just getting on a plane and going, "Fuck you, fuck off. yeah. where's the pilot? Get fucked." Jesus loves you, P.S.
2: It's street drug addict behavior. Really. Yeah. It's, just, it's amazing. Um, I I mean, I'm, those ones on the street are just going crazy at people. Was so I talking to you about this, Rhys? I'm, I'm surprised more of them don't just belt the fuck out of us because you can see it in their eyes. They really want to. You're like, man, I'm getting out of the way. But also, he's not hit, hitting anyone at the moment
1: and they're just yeah, on but a tear. I, yeah, but I th- there must be still… That has to be a line that they've got to cross in their head, mm. I don't you know, know, like we'd all just be getting around in life the just the running commentary I've got in my brain is fucking disgraceful, oh, but there is a line where it's like, don't say it, whereas I think they've crossed that first line, yeah, They're like don't and then hit it's him. don't hit him, they can't go past, don't hit him, they'll say everything, but don't hit him is still very you know. There. Do you think it's They're it's a
2: gonna... time thing, or it's an agitation, or it's more drugs that they cross that line? Just I am going to hit everyone. I am going to oh, go and help some cops if I want.
1: Whatever. Who knows? It's it's yeah. I stay out of their way, um, man. There was a. I've been sent a few Instagram videos, and I, I am I am torn on. This is terrible, but it's also quite funny. Yeah, There's a bloke with a drone just coming down eye to eye with ices with his drone. <laughs> <laughs> They're fucking just squaring to up to it. it. <laughs> and even get it? He'll bring it up, down, <laughs> closer, yeah. back up, and they're just squaring up. Great. <laughs> the comments are either, you know, <laughs> this is awful. How do you make fun of someone in a rough situation like this? Or this guy's going to tell his mates that a fucking drone was following him and no one's going to believe him.
2: Yeah. <laughs> or do they ever take down the drone? Like, Just nah.
1: throw a saucepan nah. at it or something? The, no, nah, The drone
2: operator's too quick. Yeah, okay. It's risky business though, isn't it? Very risky. (laughs) Lose your drone. Uh, Flight attendants asked a burly passenger if he would help them if Sharon became violent. And he said, oh yeah, absolutely. Great. So they seated him beside Sharon just in case he kicked off properly. That seemed to calm him down.
1: Do you reckon it's just a dad who's had enough? I've always thought about this. It's like hey, man, you're not allowed to smack kids anymore, nor do I want to, but the rage is building up. Oh. And if the opportunity presents itself, someone is getting it taken out on them.
2: Yeah. They just scour the cabin <laughs> and look for the nearest man who's got his tray table down and two clenched fists on the table, regardless of size, and go, he'll do, sit next to this guy.
1: yeah. Uh, uh, oh, by the way, we got tagged in that. A lot on Instagram, the, someone put up a story of a guy getting on a flight mm. just in jeans, no headphones, no neck pillow, yeah. like a 10-hour flight, just a, a, a coffee cup, and just sat there staring straight ahead, didn't watch anything, and a lot of people <laughs> take us, where did Heggie fly to? <laughs> Where's your mate going? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, even
2: I take headphones just to put on for the silence, but man, you don't often get time to yourself like that, do you? Nah. It's oh, beautiful thinking time, a, uh, a flight attendant told the captain of the incident and the captain decided to divert the plane to Portland. Didn't even get halfway through the two-hour flight. A bit rough. Yeah. Uh, when he got to Portland, old uh, Sharon <laughs> found himself being visited by the Portland police. Status arrested. As they walking off the plane, yeah. Sharon kept holding up gang signs while repeating, Jesus loves you and praise Jesus. Man. Uh, he, t- <laughs> he told the officers that the flight attendants were um, racist. Turns out Sharon's a potential <laughs> political prisoner here. Didn't ask for any of this. <laughs> All he wanted was to get served alcohol before and during takeoff and then be allowed to abuse the staff and passengers around him, including children with cussing. Jesus loves you.
1: Mm.
2: That's
1: like our our allegedly. So we just say things about people on this pod and just sprinkle in allegedly. I think he's tried that with a bit of Jesus loves you. Yeah. Doesn't get you off the hook all the time. Hey, fuckhead, get the pilot. (laughs) Jesus loves you. Gang signs. Jesus loves you.
2: Yeah. Well, it's a bit of a what's a frequency, Ken? If you can belt shit out of someone while screaming, Jesus loves you. And, (laughs) you know, the ledge is pretty clear, uh, even. When um when being interviewed, he also stated that after his interactions with flight attendants, things were bad and that the people on the plane were evil.
3: Ah, oh,
1: there we
2: go. So I'm sensing he needs an exorcism or something here. He claimed that the gang signs he were throw- he was throwing up were for Jesus. funny <laughs> I mean if only Jesus knew how much violence had been instigated for the last two thousand years in his name, he might have drawn less attention to himself.
1: Like what I, I do I always wonder how Jesus feels about the large. Like I love rap music, but you'll see in a in a rap video just a huge diamond encrusted cross. Oh, see, I don't know I've got the message here. Yeah. Well, the eye of the needle's
2: quite wide these
1: days. <laughs> Let the rich <laughs> through
2: to heaven. It's uh, <laughs> it's. <laughs> whoa. Uh, Sharon then also admitted to smoking. Purple hash before bordering the flight. There we go. Yeah. Purple hash, particularly strong strain of weed as it fucking sounds. I'd never heard of it. Yeah. It sounds quite potent to me.
1: Yeah. Um, Actual purple. Sativa. Oh, yeah. Oh, purple haze or purple hash?
2: Purple hash, I think. It said, oh, it might have been purple haze. Sorry. Could be purple haze.
1: Oh, no. There's a thing, purple hash. And then there's purple haze, which is a strain, obviously based on Hendrix's song. Yeah, okay. The only purple hash thing I see is like a little, like a hash brownie. Right. 30% CBD. Oof.
2: Is that strong? I mean, hash has only been around since the 12th century or so, I think. (laughs) I don't know if Jesus had access to the stuff, (laughs) although it was pretty relaxed by most accounts, unflappable (laughs) in a crisis, unlike Sharon. Um they fucking potheads love talking science, don't they? They generally start up with all that THC shit and their self-medication, move on to other areas of expertise in the science arena till settling on becoming unbearable know-it-alls, don't they? Yeah. On everything, building seven all the way through to crunching the numbers on what <laughs> menu items at KFC represent the best value. <laughs> I've never learned a lot from a pothead. I mean, I'm open to it, but I've never yeah. learned too much from them that I needed to know.
1: Yeah, Done. I, I know all 11 herbs and spices yeah. and the jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams. These are the two <laughs> things I know.
2: They're, they're, it's quite specific what they know.
1: Yeah. Uh, I like it. Um, it must be that, and YouTube now, like a YouTube algorithm, if you've knocked back a few bongs, usually it used to be just fucking Quizmania or whatever late at night on TV. You're watching that. But uh, now with YouTube, you you look up one thing, and the algorithm's like, great, this is what this guy wants. Oh,
2: you don't I tell you me.
1: about my dad? Did I tell you about my dad was watching videos of uh, like someone in England clearing their farm of uh, rodents with like a twenty two? Yeah. yeah, sick. So my dad's watching it. He said, mate, I used to go hunting. This vid, it's just fun to watch rabbits get popped. Mm. But he's left it on. We've gone out for the day and we've come back. And it was uh, like in Vietnam, someone rocket launching a cow. Oh, The algorithms. <laughs> because we've Eventually, gone. it just escalates. <laughs> YouTube's like, yeah, all right. <laughs> you want some of this? You want some of this. <laughs> Mate, if you
2: could leave your computer on just rolling through for a week or something, you'd end up with snuff videos or something, wouldn't
1: you? See so what you get to.
2: It'd always end up somewhere bad.
1: Yeah. So Ari Ari Shafir said so he changed his cleared his cache and then just watched puppy videos. hmm Just looked at puppy videos. And he said, then that's all he that's all he got. Was quite nice.
2: Oh yeah! For how long until you get in pit bull puppy videos?
1: Oh, versus <laughs> babies or something? Do you think it ultimately will turn to it's violence? Always going to end in violence. Everything does.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. having said that, like you can do whatever you like. I don't give a shit. Those those lifelong gateway drug types um, who forgot to give it away when they turned twenty five. If, like, you've got to be aware you're limiting your options for a bright future or contributing anything to your local community, much
1: less the world, if you just smoke pot all the live long day. It stands out like balls, doesn't it? I think Joe Rogan's got a lot to answer for in that arena because Does he's he, genuinely successful. He promotes a lot of pot. Yeah, loves it. But yeah. he, and then a lot of his friends will say, yeah, but you seem to be this rare person that can just smoke heaps of weed and be fine. You're getting oh, yeah. shit done. Yeah. yeah, he's he is getting shit done. He's, you know, He's not my philosopher of choice,
2: but but he seems to be a lot of people's philosopher of choice.
1: But also, it'd be like if we just got around saying, yeah, you can have six or seven pints, you're fine. Mm. But most people have it and they they are fucked. Oh, yeah. Some people are just blessed, you know. (laughs) It's a gift from God.
2: I can have six pints and still sometimes do a
1: gig. (laughs) I'm going to work now. I've already had six. I've I've had... Twelve standard drinks. Time oh, to work. <laughs> Jesus
2: Christ! I mean, I've probably done that once or twice. It's not pretty. I I oh. really dislike that on stage when you know that people know that you're slurring and you're fucking like I I mumble and stumble a bit anyway, but then add that to it. You're like, oh my god! I could, They know. It's,
1: I think it stands out a lot more for you because you're such a. It's so word perfect <laughs> mm. that any any swaying could be. Oh. Yeah. It's like, whoop, there he is. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it when I'm sober, that happening,
2: but uh, drunk, you'll really tell it's no good.
1: Well, say, uh, saying that, uh, in a couple of days' time, July 15th, we'll be at uh, <laughs> Grapes of earth in Townsville.
3: Yeah.
1: Oh, I've got to take it a bit easy. It's a fair bit to do that day, although I'll probably be in first you, or just, something. I've, in the- I've just been solo parenting for two weeks sober. I'm... Yeah. I'm getting that flight turned around on the way home. Well, I'm getting a really early flight home the
2: next day. Got to get out of there. Got <laughs> shit to do. Um, but I mean, you know, it'll still be fun. I assume I'll be on first, so I can cut loose straight after. Um, Sharon was uh, jailed for two days until the judge agreed to a pre-trial release. The outcome's fairly unclear. The uh, The judge was none other than John A. Costa an Oregon judge who was involved in a landmark decision to let Frank Gable out of jail after 33 years of a life sentence for the 1989 murder of Michael Frank, the director of the Department of Corrections. So chief of jail, killed. Uh, Wow. Gable was a small-time meth dealer at the time. The job was probably a hit, turns out. Frank Gable went down for it. Keep your fucking noses clean, everyone. You won't find yourself being falsely accused of stuff.
1: Also I mean had a, had a look at Frank Gable now mm. following his release 2019. Yeah. He's he's got a cut-off t-shirt with a a backwards hat tattoo I I reckon he's he's got a bit of wake and bake on him. Yeah. <laughs> cut-off sleeves
2: cut off or cut off so it's like a crop top.
1: I think it I think it might be sleeves cut off.
2: Bit of a Sean Woodland
1: special. Yeah. And there's like a native you know Native American uh like warrior on there with a bear like a hollowed out bear over the head. There's a Hang costume. On.
2: Oh, is it a lot going
1: on? It's busy. No no no. As in this is on the t shirt. Oh, it's on the T he's not storming the Capitol. No no no. He's not no, quite the opposite. Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: okay.
2: <laughs> Good eye. Eh? Uh the um Sheron Sharon was uh, – it's difficult to find him now, but there was, there was word that he managed to avoid prosecution by saying he'd abide by some strict probationary measures for 18 months. He had to undergo mental health checks, agree to take no drugs, and the kicker, stay in Oregon. So how's that? Like somewhere halfway between your origin and destination, <laughs> you're forced to go live there. <laughs> I assume he didn't have cash. Like – Despite the first- class lifestyle he's purporting to have at the start of this story um this has I got Rambo
1: written this has got Rambo written all over it oh yeah. him just <laughs> walking through a town looking to get a sandwich just what a feed mate yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, uh, he got uh,
1: he's yelling fuck he, the pigs out in the
2: hill somewhere trying to kill oh, them all he got a um he got a public defender who is good enough to get him no jail time but he has to go live somewhere else now he also had to attend school. He did all that shit and the charges got dropped. End of. Not bad value. Good good. he was in Oregon. It's a nice place.
1: To be fair, though, he didn't do a whole lot. He just told everyone to fuck off, wanted to talk to the pilot. Fuck yeah. you. And then spread the good word. Spread the good word. But then,
2: I mean, he's lucky he wasn't flying over the, the top of a less progressive state or territory. All you, all you want during the take period of flight is three glasses of wine pronto. Gravity's still doing the heavy lifting in terms of chucking them back down your throat. Next thing you know, you're in the green mile on your way to the chair. Good night, sweet prince. (laughs) If he's flying over Texas, that's it, buddy. That's a good lord's name in vain. And cussing. The chair. Get the colander on his head, fire it up. (laughs) It's probably a strain of
1: weed now. Is the chair. The Sheron. Oh the chair. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that the oldest sativa and indica? The two main, the two strains, indica is indi-couch. That's the one where you, you are stuck to a chair. You're not having a fun time. Oh, that's a particular strain of weed that's available. Yeah, a, sativa and indica are the two main sort of right. types. And sativa's the more up and about. Mm. Good fun. Indica, fucking locked in. No thank you. Why are people taking that if you're just out of it? People love it? that. They love being in it. Doesn't sound fun at all, though. Nah, I'm all about good times. Let's go up. Let's not go down.
2: Up, up, up. So with that one, you're on the couch and people just start, you know, making your hands into symbols and shit. (laughs) Put your hand. You can't do anything about it, or even worse, maybe maybe
1: that, maybe that's what happened. That the big burly bloke that got put next to him just fucking put his hands at the gang sign. So when he got dragged off, (laughs) hold on, he spelled bloods with his fingers. Get him. (laughs) It's not even his fault. Just off chops.
2: Oh man, on the um, on the gang signal stuff. I mean, good on them for having secret handshakes and shit. Likes of which you, most of us left in our tree houses.
1: Yeah, can you do it? Can you spell bloods, Heggy? I'm trying to show you now. On you can do what, a bloods on your. On sign language. No, you can spell bloods. I'll show oh, you. It looks your hands fingers. look like a B L. Yeah. Yeah. O O D. Ah, fuck! Can't quite. Oh, get
2: it. Yeah. Okay. It's like two chicken wings you make out of your <laughs> hands, put it on your chest. Brilliant! Like a lot of gangsters on YouTube have managed to completely turn their lives around to find Jesus, just in time to go and sell some books and merch and shit. Um, I don't know this. This brotherhood stuff—that's not for me. Crazy. It's like belonging to a club. Ugh. One of the um, I tell you what, with the Jesus one, one of the greatest of all time is one who went the other way. We've all seen Hillsong appealing to the cool dudes of the youth to create more members with some Sideshow Alley dancing nerds and stuff. Uh, But West West Dubuque's Second Church of Christ, which closed in 2004, uh, has a video that is about 90% probability a hoax, but on the off chance it is, and it's very impressive. Uh, They put out a video called Rappin' for Jesus by Pastor Jim Colerick and his wife Mary Sue. And I think we should leave you today.
1: Yeah, I'll give you, give you a snippet of it now.
3: Mm. Then we can say bye and the full song will play out. Here's a little snippet of it. So I gave my sermon an urban kick. My rhymes are fly, my beats are sick. My crew is big and it keeps getting bigger. That's because Jesus Christ, isn't it? Yeah.
2: <laughs> Conrad, you got a bit of work to do here, mate. <laughs> Just... to. <laughs>
1: When you sent Steen it, you out. sent it to yeah. me and said, pull, pull the audio on this. Mm. And uh, I was like, why has Heggy sent me an old guy oh. rapping about Jesus? And the way he hit bigger, I went, here, here we, we go. go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big in- fan of rap and I know yeah. there's not a lot of rhyming words. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: Well, it's just an attempt to get the youth involved in the church and good on them. I don't know how it went. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> His wife got in on the action too. Anyway, oh, we yeah, should leave see. with the song. And uh, Rad, be on your game, mate, because we don't want any blowback out of
1: this. <laughs> Enjoy this. Thanks for listening to mid Brawl. We'll see you next week. See you, mate.
3: Well, I wrote this song for the Christian youth. I want to teach kids the Christian truth. If you want to reach those kids on the street, then you got to do a rap to a hip-hop beat. So I gave my sermon an urban kick. My rhymes are fly, my beats are sick. My crew is big, and it keeps getting bigger. That's because Jesus Christ is my Woo! He's a life changer, miracle arranger, born to the virgin mom in a manger, water to wine, he's a drink exchanger, and he died for your sins. I preach the word, that's my gig, and I rhyme better than Notorious B. All the other MCs, I wish them well, but if you live in sin, you burn in hell. Um, I'ma pass the mic to my lovely wife. She's a fly MC and the light of my life. So the bust of rhyme without further ado. Take it away, Mary Sue.
0: Jesus Christ is my. He's the son of the original G. And he was sent to Earth to elucidate the way that we should be. What? Like if another MC says you're a freak, you're a lame butt rapper and your rhymes are weak. I don't get mad and I don't critique, I forgive him and turn the other cheek. I don't blaspheme and I don't brag, I don't cuss and my pants don't sag. I do exude a little Christian swag and I'm proud to be an American.
3: Jesus Christ is an... Let his light shine through ya. Let his love pop a cap in your butt and and say hallelujah. Jesus Christ is (laughs) an... He's, he's a, a homie M C J C you see. He's, he's an honest, caring, parent, peace-loving <laughs> like me. If you do drugs and you think <laughs> you're cool, you, you need, need to come, come to, to Sunday, Sunday school. school. Put those drugs, Put those drugs in, in a garbage can. Stand up tall, up you're a Christian, Christian man. man. Word up. I'm freestyle. Hit me! <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thanks for tuning in to Mid-Air Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell.
2: Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry. I fucked it. Clap.